It's time for the forecast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the forecast, a podcast like no other. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? The Forecast, sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse is redefining how you view real estate by eliminating the typical commission structure of 6 or 7% to sell your home. List your home for $24.95 plus 3% and still get full service. And still get full service. Check out charterhouseiowa.com to learn more. There's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, that's loyalty. Without it, you're nothing. You have no one. It's the only currency you can count on. Now, please welcome your hosts, Mark Charter and Chris Williams. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I think you may have something here. It's podcast time. Welcome. Um... We're here at the Charterhouse Real Estate Offices. I was just looking at, I put out a tweet yesterday. Did you see that Cliff Kingsbury and Holly Saunders are dating? I did see that. How amazing would those children be? Uh, it's the theory that good-looking people produce good-looking children, which is often true. But sometimes it's not. And that, that can I'm be the, surprising. That's where I'm at. It's, that's like a double negative. You guys suck. They're, I guarantee. They're so good-looking, their, their child will not live up to the hype. I guarantee if Holly Saunders and Cliff and Cliff Kingsbury yeah. um, had a child, yeah. it would be attractive. Guaranteed. Lock of the century. By the way, I did want to point out, there's another voice today. So that was Nick. Nick talks so people understand you sound a little different than I do. I sound a little different than you do? Yeah, he's a little deeper. Nick's been on like six weeks I, in a I row. Know. People know who he is. I know, but a little deeper. But my point is, uh, the, the, whole, the, the, the whole controversial episode about bands. Uh, yeah, about Nick wanting to get rid of the arts. Like I was on the, I was on the forum uh, like last week looking, and there was some stuff related to that episode. Oh, really? And I swear <laughs> people were pinning that take on me. I'm like, I didn't, they, they have to understand, I wasn't saying that crap. That was Nick. I hadn't seen that thread. Something about, you know, this, the, is, this is not untrue, but, like, Charter has bananas for brains or, or something about, like, I, I think some people thought that was my take that day. No, that's, Nick well, is the one who thinks that we need to get rid of the art. Yeah, but the takeaway here is that Charter's essentially Googling himself. You know, he's going to the forums looking for his name. He's, he's doing product search. research. <laughs> there's been a few times where people just, even Williams will say, hey, you might want to get on the forum. Someone's asking some questions. I go yeah. in there from time to time. Well, anytime I see, like... A conversation that any of I think my um, friends and sponsors and stuff could help with, I I alert them so because then it could lead to a sale or it could it, lead it to could. A, you know that's what all that's all I'm trying Absolutely. to do. Absolutely. Do you have a strong sock game by the way? What are you wearing for socks today? Um, I've upped my game this year. Oh, there you go. Look at those. Oh, Iowa State yeah. socks. I actually C- got C Dub wins that one. These were in my stocking. Those are nice. So Santa, Santa was good. C-Dub has Iowa State socks. I've got uh, polka dot socks on. Nick, Nick has something. I just boring. got some basic bitches on. Just some nice little dickies. Dickies. I, I've, worn, I've worn gold toe for years, which are just plain black. And just decided this year my wife bought me some socks for Christmas. Just time to get some design, some color going, which I'm well, good with. I like a good crazy sock. I've like, never embraced so, it until this year. For today. I like socks. I like ties and I like socks. I'm that guy. Do you wear socks when you're at home? Like like gym shorts, do you have like socks on when you're watching TV or depends on the time of year. Okay. This time of year. This time of year I do cuz it's cold. Beats are cold. In June I do not. 
I'm bare, it's not cold. I'm barefoot a lot. Yeah. See, so just I have to clear this up. So you don't think Saunders and Kingsbury would have a hot kid? I think it's likely. Yeah, it's, they would have. A hot I don't kid. understand when, the double negative thing. Well, is, well, well. Let's use an example. I'm not the only one who thinks this. Uh, you know, we got someone pregnant here. She's not on today. She's sitting behind us. She but, has but a lot I, of volume in her hair. But she, you, yeah, it's funny. Two days in a row, guys have noticed her hair and her, the volume in it. There's, I think most people would argue that uh, KK, KK borders on attractive. Okay, Travis, her husband's a good borders look. on. Well, I don't. What, they, what does I, that I, mean? I'm tr- protecting myself from lawsuits. Uh, and Travis, because it sounds like you're insulting. Travis, her husband's a good-looking dude, but she's the first to think that she might have an ugly kid. So even attractive people yeah, think that way. But from what I've re- gathered about Katie, she's just a negative human being. <laughs> Uh, look at that crap she's wearing today. Can you believe that? I told her to go home as soon as I saw her, and she won't. She won't she's, leave. She's wearing a Hawkeye shirt. She's wearing a Hawkeye shirt. Yep. When is the uh, determination determination made on whether the kid's attractive or not? Is it right away at birth? Is it no, two years old? You can't do it is at it, birth. No. Is it too early? I think that pretty much all kids are cute when they're toddlers. Right. I, I think post-puberty is when you can tell the hotness factor. Okay, then I'm going with not. I'm going with not on them. I mean, so the same guy who wants to get rid of the arts doesn't think Kingsbury and Saunders. Hey, whatever. We'll find out in twenty years, then, won't we? <laughs> so I'm not going to sit have, there and talk have, about, about judging like a six, we, sixteen or seventeen year old kid. Have, but. We, have we talked about this though? There's like a comedy routine, or someone was talking about how it's so different for kids, like uh, how how we make a, a, attractive comments or how kids are attractive for guys much differently than we do girls. So it was as it's an tough exa- being a kid. Well, as an example, yeah. so my son's seven. And there's a there's a, a boy on his basketball team that my wife has said essentially, and girls usually say this. Oh, he's going to grow up and be a little lady killer. You know, he's a good looking kid, and you can just tell he's got good hair. A lady killer? No, lady killer, like ladies' man, etc. Yeah, that's the phrase. Play the field. But I swear this was a comedy routine. Like no one says it the reverse. You're gonna, oh yeah. You're gonna have to bleep this. She's like, like no one says. Oh, that little girl's gonna. No, no, no. Don't say it. Just yeah, don't yeah, say it. You, you know, you know where I'm going, right? Yeah, she's it, a heartbreaker. Yeah, but they say a little bit, whatever. But it's different. Just don't say it. It's different different for boys and girls, right? So I think – There's a lot of double standards. As early as six and seven, though, you can tell a boy is likely to be attractive. I think that you can tell a girl is going to be. Yeah, but you're saying after puberty. Well, I'm saying – because I don't – never mind. I think you can tell if a kid's going to be cute. Yeah. But I think they need to be. I, I was saying the hotness factor, and I'm not about to refer to a six-year-old as hot. <laughs> do, you, do you see where I'm at? You know, I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to keep this somewhat tactful. It's a fine line there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no birth, no way, no way. You can be a beautiful baby and grow up, and not every be baby's you. beautiful. No, you've seen Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is one ugly baby. Yeah. That is that is far from true. You you can have some, I, and I've known a few people in my life that were not attractive babies, but grew up to be attractive adults. So, ugly ugly swan. You can grow into that face. Or ugly duckling, right? right? Ugly beautiful duckling. swan. Yeah. At this time, I'd like to do a shout out to the the great Hiawatha Rutland. Yeah. Formerly uh, Loomis P. During his rap career. Yeah, album went triple plastic, according to him. He had the. Uh, the famous song Butterface. <laughs> she got a Butterface. Everything looked good, Butterface. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it went on and had some choice words after that, which is, are not podcast appropriate. But, um, yeah, the, tweet at me, guys. 
tweet at the podcast page if you once owned the Ames Most Wanted Loomis P album. Is and, that, it, and if anybody still has it, we need to get that digital. Yeah. Because it was epic. Because all of the songs were like inside jokes that only Iowa Staters at that time would understand. And they were hilarious. I swear he went around with a, like a necklace with a CD hanging from it. Probably. Yeah. He he would like make fun of like the DPS parking division, <laughs> like it. That album was awesome. Loomis P was his he, stage name. My favorite line in the whole deal. I don't remember what song it was, but he, I think it was in the Ames Most Wanted song actually, which is actually not a bad song. Yeah. Um. He he goes way Terry's our version of Michael Vick. <laughs> what? You remember Wade Terry? <laughs> yeah, but what's the – how's he at our version of Michael Vick? Because, I mean, I think because he was a black quarterback, it, it was an easy comparison for yeah, Hiawatha to make. The talent it level wasn't was a dog fighting But that, that's what makes it funny because the talent level was so uh, different. Yeah, different there. But then, like, he, he one of the songs was called Helmet Shiners. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, <laughs> was it about the equipment staff? I, I think it was about – a group of like groupy girls to the football team because yeah. it was a sexual song. Like it was all. I just wonder if he was using like the, uh, the, uh, the the entendre of like they wear helmets and they're like I, we, we get it we the, get it. The lyrics, if I remember correctly, yeah. said it would go helmet shiner. That's how it sounded. Yeah. And then Hiawatha comes in and goes, "I want my thing clean." Come clean my dingling. <laughs> oh man! And how did he not make it big? Uh, I, this, this, I loved Hiawatha, man. He so, was someone so, out there has a copy of this, and I want it. And you need to talk to Danielson and Whitford because they they may have. Are they background vocals on this stuff? But they were on it on that team. Yeah. Oh man, that that album. We used to bump that in our dorm room. I'm gonna ask. Helmet shiner. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually text them and ask if they happen to have a copy. Ames most wanted. Don't be disappointed. DB DPS see my car. Scared to put a ticket on it. Man, you <laughs> look at you. You, you really wow. studied. We, we listen to it all I just, the time. Just a quick Google search and YouTube search. I couldn't find anything on it. So yeah, how did how did so you how did you come across a copy? Was he just handing them out? Loomis gave me one. Yeah. Yeah. Hiawatha gave me one. Yeah. Was it like the Vegas CD? He gave you the CD, told you all about it, and then after 20 bucks after? No, he just gave it to me. Um, I I think I'm pretty sure one night my junior year, I don't know if he was – he, he brought a bunch of copies to – it was in my apartment because I lived with a couple of football players, and we burned a bunch of copies. Oh, it's it's definitely out there. It's definitely Man. out there, yeah. Think That's, how far we've we've come. Like you said, you burned a bunch of copies. Like you guys had a fire with the CDs. No, back when you burned CDs, like to make yeah. copies. We're of getting it. to the I point totally quickly. It's like gone. what's a CD? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna. It, it is, man. If I could like, if I could get that digital now, I would listen to it all the. And I would do like, I would do Cyclone Fanatic podcast intros, paying homage <laughs> to Hiawatha. Where did he record it? Was it like in a dorm room type thing? No, it, was, to a it studio? was good quality. Okay. It was good quality. Yeah. Like it, I'm not kidding. Like it wasn't bad. 
All right. If you I want to be, be a podcast hero and you have a copy of this thing, man. Ames most wanted. Reach, Don't be disappointed. Reach out to uh, <laughs> Williams so he can relive the glory days. DPS, see my oh, car. I'm scared think, to put a ticket on it. I think it. we all want a copy of it. I want a copy of it now. Just hear how good. They were playing like oh, homage to like Coach Mack. Like, it was awesome. And there's younger people listening to this right now. You guys, like, it. You know, everybody likes retro right now, right? Every, that, that's yep. like the big thing. This is old school clones. Uh-huh. Yeah. In in the fact that Hiawatha is deceased, like it's – Could you – you know, I mean, we're paying homage to the man. Could you yeah. post it on, on uh, Fanatic? You just have to ex- include the explicit lyric that was on all those things back in the day. Oh, yeah. There's there, – Parental advice. There are that people – That black and white sticker, man. You were cool if I had one of those on there. There are people listening right now who know what I'm talking about. There's also some that have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Not even who Hiawatha was. Hiawatha was a good running back when he was healthy. So yeah. That team had talent in other ways. Oh, yeah. The, the talent now is pretty much on the football field. but Man, it, uh, the amount of those guys from Mac's era who are, de- who are dead. That's crazy. It is. I'm going to do a big podcast series on that, I think. I think that's my. There's like six or seven in there. <laughs> More than that. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just off the top of my head. Stevie. Yeah. Stevie. Some of them are kind of strange, too. His dad, Hiawatha, Venus, Chris Love. Hiawatha, Chris Love, uh, Thais Thompson. Eiler. Yeah, Eiler. Um, there's more. It's really sad. That's a lot of young people who And none of them life. were like natural causes either. There are a lot of weird things. I mean, Stevie committed suicide. Um, what was I can't. What was Hiawatha's? I can't remember. He drowned. Dr- like in a pool? Or? Like a... Like a lake. Yeah. And it, it well, was. Speaking of drowning, then you throw in a different sport, but Jackson Vroman, like Jackson drowning. That was a weird story. I'm pretty sure that was drug related from what the autopsy and stuff said. I thought there was a video of it. Not that I've seen, but I just thought it was on like video. There's yeah, videos of the it, pool. It doesn't matter. It's really sad. No. Yeah. It's really sad. Yep. Well, I'm bummed out. <laughs> great, great podcast, guys. Hey, I want to pick your brain on. Uh, Football for a second before we go to to basketball, Williams, and unfortunately we're talking about Iowa State's game at Baylor. But all the talk, obviously, right now uh, revolves around Kyler Murray suddenly going to the draft and all of this. Is so, that like official? Yeah, like art, I mean, plenty of articles out there. A's expect Kyler Murray to go to the NFL draft. Yeah, <laughs> so it's worth talking about now because it's likely going to happen. So. My question is, you saw the guy play. This is the debate. We were having this in our text group last night. It's the whole size thing. Well, Russell Wilson did it. Drew Brees did it. Kyler Murray's like 5'9", dude. He's listed at 5'10 in some places. Guy's probably 5'9". Um, yes, he's quick. And then the argument, well, he saw over the line at Oklahoma. It's not going to be any different in the NFL. I just have a hard time thinking he's going to be a stud. In the NFL. And really the debate is baseball versus football. Where do you make more money? What's the smarter move? Um, and a lot of people say, well, if he gets drafted in the first round, he's going to make more money in the NFL. And then I point to, well, if he's relatively successful at baseball, you got someone like Jason Hayward who signed a $182 million contract. Kyler Murray's never making that type of money in the NFL, in my yeah. opinion. Where would you come down on the side of, of the, him it, it, you know, specifically? Should he go to the NFL draft? Is he a number one uh, or first round talent for the NFL? I don't think so. A lot of people seem to think he is. No, I know. And a lot of people smarter than me. 
I wouldn't draft him to play quarterback in well, the NFL, get the, though. The Cliff Kingsbury thing, too, now, right? Like, oh, there's, well, there's a coach that's kind of familiar with them. They could probably utilize him in a system that – Yeah, but Arizona's but, got their – They got Rosen. There's, apparent, there's also a report that said he'd be willing to get rid of Rosen and, and get Murray. I just, or at least I, a rumor. I guess not a I mean, report, he would. He would if he went the to Twitter. the NFL and this, succeeded. He'd be the by far the smallest quarterback. Everybody keeps saying that. this. Like, does Kingsbury have <laughs> GM powers there? I don't think so. That, I mean, that seems like an incredibly <laughs> stupid thing for the Cardinals to just hand him over the entire. Like, from what, Kingsbury can't just up and trade Josh Rosen to get Kyle. I, I, would, I would doubt it. I mean. A guy who's never been an NFL head coach gets power like that. He just I don't got think fired from Texas Tech. That's what's weird. But you notice in that profession, people – That's falling forward right there. People yeah. get fired all the time, and then they're the next thing at the next place. Yeah, I know. All the time. I don't necessarily think it's a horrible hire. I just um, – man, I just – it's so hard to block with, when, you know, people, when they think that they want something and they think something that it, and it's in their head, it's so hard to change their mind. If I were Kyler Murray, I would just play baseball. You don't have to worry about CTE. You just, you know, your body's going to be in so much better. You can, Here, here's the take, and it might be a little make, bit. You can make just as much demo- money long-term, probably more. The take of our good pal Adam Gray is the CTE is almost irrelevant because they don't get hit anymore in the NFL. The That's, quarterbacks are protected. I'm like, well, yeah, but he's going to run Yeah, a lot. It, in a little bit in Gray's defense, CT is so much more prevalent for linemen yeah. and guys who hit every play. I mean, but not CT aside, forget about you still that. Have the chance. The chances are still much higher in football well, than baseball. Sure. Forget that. Like, what are the chance? You have a lot bigger chance to blow out your ACL in football than you do baseball. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, your quality of life at 60 is going to be better if you're a baseball player than if you're a football player at any position. Think. One would think. Especially an undersized guy like him. Yeah. Yeah, you're not a lot of a risk of injury, some injury, when you play center field for the Oakland A's. You, Correct. You, know, you occasionally get hit by a pitch. You're maybe going to run into a wall a time or two. But for the most part. It's just hard to tell a guy, like, if he really wants to play football and he just won the freaking Heisman and you know that there's agents who are probably pressuring him. and like. But I, I just think that, like, your quality of life long term is so much better if you're a baseball player. But, again, who am I? I heard that? some interesting I, takes off of what he could do. So, apparently his father, 35 years ago, did some similar things. Because people are like, well, he'd have to pay back the Oakland A's and he'd have to do all this stuff. And these are real articles I was reading last night. It wasn't, like, on Twitter or whatever. Somebody said he could uh, report, to, um, re- report to spring training where he gets the remainder of his signing bonus. So there's a lot of his signing bonuses still out there. Okay. He has to report to get that money, right? And that's coming up in February. In February, they're yeah, going to start Yeah, it's not that far from now, yeah. So he could do that, right? Figure out if he's liking baseball, if he can still hit, all of that stuff. And some people even said he could still then go back and play in the fall uh, at Oklahoma. He could play at Oklahoma another year and then say, okay – I've done the baseball thing a little bit. I'm going to go back to Oklahoma and then make a decision after that. He doesn't need to make his decision now, but he could go get the rest of that $4.9 million or whatever just That's by crazy. basically reporting. Wow. So he has some really interesting decisions to make with a lot of money at stake, a lot of money. So I don't know. It'll be do you, interesting. Do you think we'll ever see another two-sport athlete, professional? I, well, think, I think yes in some regard. You know, it's it's 
full-time you know, stud. I hate, I hate to have it all come back to this always, but if, if we ever use the technology that the aliens have that we've discovered, it'd be really easy to get from one end of the country to another in about 20 minutes. Well, we are going to have. Why would it take 20 minutes? Because the technology. So you, you, we're you, boom. You're there. We're yeah, gonna have 20 hi- minutes is a long time, man. We're gonna have hyper. <laughs> we're gonna have hyper trains. Way beyond that. We don't need that technology. We're gonna have. You hi- know what I'm saying? Because like if, if we had all that technology, if the government would un-, un just release all that technology to the private sector, like Kyler Murray could play an NFL game in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and then in 10 minutes be in LA. To go play a baseball game. Is the technology physical transportation or is it more like a teleportation? No, uh, it's physical transportation. Okay. It's just how, like, the spaceships work and stuff. Not our spaceships. Theirs. I'm finding 20 minutes hard to believe. but they are No, gonna, for real. Like, it's they are going to make... You're there. I think we have a better chance of fast trains. That's what they're working on now. Like, in tubes that go faster than airplanes, and you don't have to wait as long to... Get on the plane. Just a bunch of pneumatic tubes like the bank tellers? Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Our boy Elon Musk is working on that right now. So I'm still waiting for the Wonka video. Musk to come also around. thinks that we're going to be like living on Mars in, in, in 2040. Would you, if you, if you had the capabilities now, uh, you ever wonder about the people that volunteer to do stuff like that or would volunteer? Well, there's a lot of people there. Have you seen the movie Passengers? It's like that. No. Good movie. I liked it. Um, but, yeah, would you ever raise your hand? Be no. Like, I'll go do that. No, I'd let somebody else. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd go visit. I'd visit a relative there, but I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd want to live there. What if? It could be really awesome, though. Be, because of Mark's beliefs, like our, our planet's being destroyed, what if, you know, Earth is just such a train wreck in 30 years and you have a better quality of life in Mars? Would you go? Yeah, I'd consider it. I mean, I gotta like, lay my, I, you know, I gotta I'm, lay my carbon footprint down somewhere. Talking right? about like acid rain, all that stuff that we're gonna have. See, here. I'm one of those guys that like the floodwaters horizon, and I'm like, I'm not leaving. That's me, man. This is are, my home. What are radon levels in Mars? This is my planet. I'm staying here, you've, man. You've got your your bunker with all the the food that you've saved up over the years and jars. I was born on Earth, and I'm gonna die everywhere. here. You've got all the like jam. What about if you had the money? Beans. Would you would you fly to space? You can do that. I mean, so civilian, civilians can do that now. Would you pay a lot of money if you had the money to fly into space? Yeah. Okay. I mean, within reason. Hundred hundred grand. I'm a space guy. Like I'm obsessed with it. That's like a thing that it's like a hobby of mine. So yeah, I would love to go to space. I would. I would really, really, really. Is it? Uh, is it? Lagrasse? How do you say his name? Neil Tyson. You know, the, Neil, no, it's Neil Armstrong. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. I'm talking about the black scientist that that is really popular now. That what did, what the hell does his skin color have to do with anything? I'm describing him to you, so you know who I'm talking about, son. Uh, it, I knew you. I know Neil, you're talking Neil, about Neil DeGrasse Tyson. I yeah, think is his name. I honestly don't know who this guy is. But oh, he's, yes, he's, you do, dude. He's awesome. He goes on talk shows like Colbert and stuff, and he talks about space and science stuff, but really dumbs it down so people like me understand it. He's really good at he's, describing what's going he's on. He's basically Bill Nye the science guy, except he is real, and he tells real things. What are you saying? That about he's, he's the guy that said. So I, wait, let me get this. Oh, I, yeah, I know that guy. Okay. Yeah, you, I told see, you, you don't think that Bill Nye is a real science guy? 
he doesn't come off as real. Is that what we're going with, Nick? I mean, Nick's like, oh crap! Now here we go again. <laughs> More people are going to hate me. Because honestly, like this is I'm starting. I'm peeling back layers of the onion of you because the whole oh band, you haven't figured out that he's a skeptic. The whole band thing was one thing. Bill but like, and I likes to pick a cause and and try to you know point why that cause is is false scientifically. And I'm going to say, I why did you do quotations? I haven't, when I, haven't said, I haven't followed him closely enough to know what he's actually BSing on, but I don't believe. I don't believe he's his degree is maybe what we think it should be for. Oh, okay. Do some like googling. That. So Neil deGrasse Tyson was the one we talked about this. I think on the podcast once that that said, and I like stuff like this. I can wrap my brain Bill, around things Bill, like this. Bill, Bill, Bill. What would what would happen to us, Chris, if the Bill Earth? Nye, the science guy. The Earth. Can we agree the year, the Earth is currently rotating? Okay. Yeah. What would happen to us if the Earth stopped? We'd be just frozen in the season that we're in. No, I'm just like physically what would happen to us. Well, a lot of if, crap if would happen. If the earth we'd, we'd just stop, We would all die. Rotating. We would all die. And the question is why? Well, according to Neil deGrasse Tyson, I think he said east, we would all fly to the east at 800 miles per hour. If the earth just stopped, we would go flying at 800 miles per hour and crash into whatever the hell we would crash into. And that would kill us. It would not be good. That's a uh, that's, that's a lot of speed for a human to be flying through the air. He's saying this could happen. He's not saying it could happen. He said what would happen if the Earth stopped. He's not pro- projecting this to happen anytime soon. But it's I gotta get my anxiety. So meds. us, us, and everything that like this table in front of me, which is really heavy, we'd all go flying at 800 miles yeah, per hour. We'd all to the east. die before we even hit anything. So we need the Earth to keep rotating. Well, that's what's you know. Screw a wall in Mexico. Let's just keep this thing spinning. Well, you know what. I hope that you listen to what you just said and think deeply about it tonight when you're... That I want the Earth to keep spinning? Is that what you want? No, but that we need to take care of our planet. Well, yeah, for us to live, yes. yes. And for your kids and, like, your grandkids, and we need to... Would, would you like me to not drive my Tahoe? Is that what you're saying? No, but eventually you're not going to be able to... Just like, I have a truck, you mm-hmm. know? It's not like I'm driving a hybrid out there. Yeah. I honestly do think, though, in our lifetimes, like... There's going to be a big change with that. You guys, you guys like my stock picks, right? I, we like talking stocks on this show. Right. Lane, I, Lane by the oh, way, break, breaking news. It? Lane did have a copy. He says he's not sure it survived the years, though. So he's going to have to look, probably. Aim but he does acknowledge that he had a copy. So that's good. Um, I, I'm really wanting to get some exposure to the clean energy space. Okay. Because think about it. Because, like, whatever happens in the 2020 election site, what did I tell you when, when Trump got elected? I said, crazy breeds crazy. Did I not tell you that? So, something like that. And, like, I said, whatever the left comes up with now is going to be way crazier than they've ever had. Yep. And they're going to center the whole conversation around, like, global, a lot of it around global warming and stuff. And, and in my opinion, rightfully so. Um, <laughs> the fact that Bence doesn't think it's real Proves, like, point. proves my point <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bence Oh, man you See where you uh, started, Williams? Yeah um, And I think with that conversation Like the clean energy sector Yeah Is It's, it's inevitable in our lifetime That that sector is going to take off Am I wrong? I think everybody can appreciate clean energy Yeah I think that's a good thing uh, I'm not we, saying we have to quit driving our trucks, yeah. but I, but I like there's a lot of um, there's a lot of opportunity there from an investment angle, in my opinion. It's yeah. solar and you know 
So then the so question becomes emerging the, markets. Then, huh? You I mean you got the the clean energy, but the, the pot but, stocks, but the question really becomes like crypto. What, so you're, I'm you're, all about the future. Got to be uh, in the crypto. If you right? care about no. the if you care about the environment, if you care about the climate, all of that stuff, then it, then in your daily life, the question has to be, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah. And everyone can say, I don't litter. Okay, that's a common sense one. Hopefully, nobody litters, regardless of how you feel. Back about in the it. day, people littered all the time. Now there's a lot more awareness of it. Yeah, but like, uh, you know, what do you do? Why do you not have solar panels on your house? Why do you not have a hybrid vehicle? I, Why do you, you know all of those things? Why do you, you get plastic sacks at the or whatever? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like so in in your daily life, are you conscious of it, or is it just something you hope for? Uh, I'm conscious of it, but I'm not physically doing a lot. This is what I think will happen. I think there's a lot of people who would, would be like us where it's like, yeah, we think about it, but we're not, we don't have solar panels and stuff. I think there's a, we're like a generation away from it. It becomes a situation where like right now we all talk about it and we're aware of it. And when, when my daughter is my age, she's probably going to be mandated. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be a deal like a survival thing. Well, times are changing too. Speaking yeah. of Elon, Elon Musk has produced these exist now. Um, has produced shingles for your roof that are solar panels. Each one is a, a is a solar panel, and this is where it's problematic. People say, "Oh, just build a house with that," because they say these are actually cheaper than a roof is now—an asphalt shingle roof. The problem is, it's cheaper when you take into account energy savings over. 30 years. Yeah, nobody lives in a house for 30 But you years. still got to spend a lot to get it put in yeah. place up front. So I think the only way that it really is – I know that a guy like you is not like about government mandates and stuff. Oh, no. But it, it, at some point, though, there's got to be like a reward for – for doing that, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you've got to give people a reason to do it. Other than feeling good about yourself? Because yeah. otherwise, like, we're all creatures of habit. Like, yeah. it's – to. Like, if we've driven gas cars forever and just say, like, okay, well, now you need to go out and buy a $100,000 electric car, but it's going to save you money in gas over this point. Well, yeah. we're, we're not used to that. Like, no. and it's it's not normal enough for us. Now, right, I do think in the next 10 to 15 years, we're just going to be so much more educated on that stuff where it'll be a lot. And I, when you go to Carl Chevrolet, they're probably going to have stuff like that, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's caught on. And I'm not saying it won't catch on, but Carl Chevrolet, since you mentioned them, if you go down there, they've got charging ports. Like They've got a yeah. bank oh, yeah. of charging ports. Absolutely. You see it in Hy-Vee parking lot. This spot's reserved for you know a hybrid car. But you also, at the same time, see companies like Chevy, they're stop making some of those. Like it has, It's been somewhat embraced, yeah. but it hasn't been widely accepted. And I don't know what it's going to take for that to happen. When people start to think, like, what do you mean? I have to get something installed in my garage? So I can do this. It's, it's those, too, it's it's those extra steps. Yeah, it's too complicated. That people don't want to take. You know, obviously we're going to have advancements in 20 years. It's going to look drastically different than it does now. As an example, I think in 20 years, a lot of us won't be driving our cars. I mean, we'll physically be in them, yes. But, you know, the autopilot feature of cars is going to become more and more and more common. You think we'll just blow that alien technology and... Bzz- no, not that. But I do think we're going to say drive, and we're going to be able to kind of sit there and just Oh, speaking coast. of that, we got a, um, a deal for, for Christmas. We got an Alexa. Yeah. That's an interesting thing. I ain't never. Alexa's always listening. I ain't never. Always. Died. She told me good morning this morning when I was making coffee. Really? How do you feel about that? Without you saying her name? Yeah. 
Occasionally, Alexa will kick on when you don't say your name, and there yeah. must be something close to it that she's hearing. Yeah, I, I don't know um, how that happened because I thought you had to say Alexa. Yeah. Well, in theory, yes, you're supposed to trigger that. I was trying to I was trying to use it the other day because I use Alexa um, as a timer in our kitchen. Alexa, I'm cooking mac and cheese. Please set the timer for seven minutes. I do that all the time. The problem is the other day when I was trying to do that, I couldn't remember her name. I couldn't remember Alexa's name? No. How? I couldn't. I just it bricked on it for a little while. I was upset. It, it came back to me, but I'm like, oh, I can't get it to work because I can't remember her name. My big takeaway is that I couldn't give her an Australian accent. Oh, you wanted to? Yeah. What are the options? Are there any? No. She only has one voice. I asked her. Yeah. Can, you, can you change your name? I mean, no. well, what about the families with kids named Alexa? Alexa. I know. I mean, you, got little, gonna... you got little Alexa and Google. You can't do anything in your house now. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, so last night, because I was getting it all set up, and Cameron, I taught her how to tell Alexa to play, like, Mickey Mouse theme. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to turn into a deal. My kids will say, Alexa, tell, tell me. That one. You can say, Alexa, tell me a joke. And she yeah. will. Oh, yeah. She'll tell jokes. Cammie last night, because I was putting her to bed, and she's like, will that robot play Fancy Nancy? <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad when little kids are trying to say Alexa, and they can't say it clearly enough, or is recognizing what they're trying to <laughs> Get say. Get mad about it. She just calls her that robot. That robot. <laughs> yeah. Is it weird to have a device in your home that you know is always listening to what's going on? It has to, because it's, it's waiting to hear uh, what you need to say. Uh, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. You've you've been listened to for long enough already. Yeah, through my phone. The government's listening phone. to everything that you do, anyways. There are there's a the government's watching yeah. us right now. We how, are the alien technology. How, how thick do you think the file is on you? After all, they, I mean, obviously the government knows that you're onto them. Yeah, because of the aliens. So is it like a real thick file? I think the government's probably mildly concerned about me because of my. The, you have a platform, yeah, the platform, and you've exposed Area 51. And so. they, I think that they know that I'm on to them about the JFK and Marilyn Monroe stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, I do think there's an element of concern, but I think the government ultimately knows I'm on their side. Do you think there's an employee not, at the NSA I'm not that every like, time a new podcast comes out, he has to listen just to make sure? I think a little bit. Um, I think That's there's a, a highly sought-after job. It I is. guarantee it. <laughs> the, it. He goes by the catch man, I believe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he works for the NSA. <laughs> he might, dude. He just sends them the notes. No need to listen, guys. Cliff, I got it. Cliff notes. Care. This one was clean. Don't worry about it. He's our biggest fan, man. All right. I got one other rant before we do into any Iowa State stuff. Oh, great. Here we go. See this bag? Yeah, that, that the Merce. Yeah. It's a nice bag. Nice modern-looking bag. Fossil. Yeah. It's an expensive bag. I took Mark's advice. Got threads coming apart. What did that cost you? 199 no, I was in the 200s. Okay, I was close. Because I was tired of having cheap bags that I, yeah. that I was replacing every year. Wait, so you just bought it? This is uh, about a year and a half old. Seams are coming out. Get yourself a coach bag, man. I love mine. It's fantastic. It gets double what you spent, but it's, coach it's is worth expensive. It. It's it's real nice. I thought that was only girl stuff. It, no. No, Coach makes I believe Coach bags. originally started out as a men's brand. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's what they told me at the store, but I think they just wanted me to buy. I would say get you what I have, but mine's heavy, man. It's too heavy. I work out every time I carry that thing. This really, It really is. This really chaps my ass. <laughs> so, all right, Fossil. Are you listening, Fossil? Hey, Alexa, tell Fossil to F off. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't what, believe I can do just, that. Just past the warning. Well, period. you know what you got to do now. Do what everyone else does. Go on to Twitter, at Fossil. Not happy with my bag. Please DM us. Yeah. 
We'd be we happy to hand in this to hear your situation. I bet they'd send you a new one. Do you ever abuse your powers? Yeah. You could. <laughs> Do you know how many people? All right, I reach? this is this is who I reach every week. I'm gonna go on and just rip your crap brand, man. You guys need to do better. Send me a new bag. I bet they would. If they knew it was good for them, they he's, would. He's pondering no, if he should I, abuse his I'm powers. Wa- yeah, way. I'm wondering if I can actually do that. Hell yeah, you could, or dude. Or if I would get, like, sued. Do you know who I am? Do you try? Well, I did here, that with bench warmers, here's but what I, not paying here's, here's what I think you should do. You still going there? I don't know. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Bench sauce, man. I oh, man, have, that's I'm, where we should go to lunch. I might, have, I might have gone Damn it, you should have said that. I you should not some free advertising. This is what you should do. I I, I really feel like you should, uh, and it isn't even really sponsorships. It's just because of all the shows you do, you you have this opportunity to at least get stuff where you can try it. And all you're doing is talking about whether you liked it or not. So many companies would send you stuff for free. Yeah, but I can't do that on Cakes. And you can do it here. It's called Plugola. You get fired for that. You could do it here, man. For sure, I could do it here. Yeah, you know, hey, me undies, you know, send yeah. me send me a box of your underwear so I can wear it for. If a anybody week. wants to send me free stuff, go for it. You know? Chris, Chris wants your free underwear. Hey, you know what I started doing this week? No, it's been very therapeutic. Um, free balling, turntable. Turn. What do you mean turn? Like a record Rec- player? Yeah, that's right. Like listening to records? Yeah. You know who you need to hang out with more? Lane. Lane. Lane loves he, it. He's got one in his basement. He likes vinyl. I love me some vinyl. I just, I got one for Christmas. Yeah. And then I just, I didn't have anything to listen to it with, so I was just kind of like, whatever. Yeah. But then I bought a bunch of cheap records. Yeah. And I've been just doing that at night. Do you like that sound so, when you first put the needle oh, on and it makes yeah. a staticky noise before uh, it hits the song? This is where I know I'm just a petulant child, and all I'd want to do is just sit there and just scratch the record <laughs> and act like I'm a freaking <laughs> DJ, right? Well, get some crappy records for a dollar, and you can do that. So yeah, what, the one, the what, one are you, what are you listening on to on vinyl? Eric Church. Yeah. Uh, I got some old George Strait. Do the, they make everything that comes out in a CD, do they make a vinyl version of it, or is it just real specific stuff they do that with? I think it's kind of made a comeback. Like, where do you buy these at? Where did you buy like Amazon. Just Amazon? Yeah. But there's a lot of, like, record stores on the Internet that have, like, Millions. Pretty much everything. I yeah. mean, they're definitely not mass producing Eric Church's vinyl <laughs> record because there's not that many people that want vinyl. I think the genre probably has a lot to do with it. You know what I found the other day that I, I couldn't decide if it was worth purchasing? The Warren G. Regulator. <laughs> uh, that on album, vinyl? The they, album? They had it on vinyl. Yeah. It was like 20 bucks, though. I was like, I don't know if it's worth it. You know what I think about? I think back to my childhood when we had records at the house. Like, what was cool about vinyl was, like, the, the album itself. Yeah. Like, the art yeah. that came in it. It's just something cool about sliding it out of the pocket. I like that part. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> Isn't what she said? All right. Do you need to bitch anymore? Or No, I think I'm good. I think I've covered everything that's going through my mind. So, today. Fossil, let's get crap together. Um, Binge Warmer still owes us money. Um did you face any flack for outing them the other day? No, I don't care. I'm not saying anything that's not true. In this day and age, you're not supposed to out people. It's just not, you know. Even. I think you're talking about something different. Oh, okay. I might be. Um, well, if we want to bitch about anything else, let's bitch about losing a Baylor. That was, uh, it was not ugly. Uh, play the game in a negative way for me. Tell me if I'm wrong here. Was that garbage jump ball call? Uh that's exactly that's, what I was going to say. Right, yeah. But but that's okay, true. you can you can argue that it's a foul because he comes over the back and does that. Yeah. I, I have no problem with that. 
But Shayak just holding the ball and doing nothing, that's a recipe to get tied up. You can't do that. Well, I thought he was, like, wrestling it from his own guy. Did you, I don't remember which side. He kind of turned away from his own guy yeah, and into the Baylor player. Yeah, weird play. Yeah, I don't know. But that I, was a terrible call, though. Yeah. And then the ending. Fouled on that play. Should have been shooting three. Yeah, I, I have less irk for that one just because – Nick was so out of control, and, like, I don't think you're going to get bailed out on that very often. But it was definitely a foul. Yeah. I agree. It's hard for a ref to call that right there. Unless it's James Harden making that shot, then it's a foul call for sure. And you know Nick would have made the first two and missed the third. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been. I Nothing thought, against him. I just – Yeah, you're right. It's hard to make three in a row of pressure time. as There's no time on the clock or whatever it was. Um, why do we do that? That's my question to you, Williams. You, you – or Mr. Mr. Iowa, Iowa State basketball. Why? Why is it so easy to have the letdown? You kill Kansas. You look Man, great. I just, is it is it because there's no crowd down there? Is it because I, it's Tuesday night? I, I mean, s- what's the deal? I said before that game, there were three teams I wouldn't want to play after the Kansas game. Uh, West Virginia because their weird style, mm-hmm. and Texas Tech and Baylor because of how they play defense. And specifically Baylor because there's nobody there. Like, it, it just to me, like it was a recipe for a loss. I just I, – I, I just – I don't know. I'm not going to overreact to it. I, it's just one game in a regular season. It, it doesn't is. matter like it does in football. I, I know it's a game they should have won. But, like, the way I look at it, I always lean on Vegas because they're objective. Yeah. They had Iowa State as a three-point favorite, which mm. is essentially a toss-up. You know? Yeah. Like – so Vegas is saying if that game's at Hilton Coliseum, Iowa State's favored by five or six. Yeah. Like they my point is let's let's put some clarity in our minds here. We just saw Iowa State kill Kansas. So everybody gets really high. And rightfully oh, so. It was a phenomenal yeah. win. But like they're the objective people said, Oh, you're three points better than them on that court. So you know, this isn't um this isn't Anthony Davis in Kentucky going to Mississippi State. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's come back to reality just a little bit. Iowa State can still have a really good year, and they could still win the Big 12. Who knows? The, the frustration is seeing a team out there that, and I'm biased as hell, um, that you feel from a talent perspective is clearly better. Yeah, they got stuff to work on, though, guys. Like, the, the Wigginton coming off the bench thing, I don't know how Steve keeps doing that. Like, I – and, he, and not only off the bench, but he's missing the first six, seven minutes. It was a little fluky of the game. How that worked about um, it was fluky how that worked against Kansas because I do think Steve wanted to get him in earlier, and there were some, you know, the timeouts. Yeah. Weird. Um, I, what I found interesting, and I just this is where I'm like, what's he gonna do? And I don't even know what the right or wrong thing is. I'm not. I have no idea. But at the end of the game. You know, the last five minutes, Halliburton's not in. Yep. And Wigginton wasn't very good. Wigginton's plus minus was minus 13, by far the worst on the team. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I'm Halliburton, I'm like, well, what the hell? Why am I not out there? Yeah. Well, this guy, and Wigginton's been taking a lot of plays off on defense if you go back and watch the tape. So it's like, is, is Lindell okay? Then you don't want to piss off your other guys. Like, Steve's in a weird spot. I think he'll work it out. He's like, got I, a lot of talent. Yeah, I think he'll work it out. But, like, the the aspect that Lindell got hurt, it 
to lose his spot and didn't get it back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just a weird dynamic. Do that, you think, all things being equal, is Wigginton the best player we have? <sighs> no. I don't think he's the best player. Who are you picking that's best? I mean, Tucker's a freshman. He's got a lot of potential. I think Horton Tucker has more potential than anybody on the roster. Him and Hal Burton. Okay. I, I, would I mean, Shaq's playing great. Shaq's the best player. Okay. But yeah, Wigginton, Wigginton. Shaq's the best player. It just You look at Wigginton. He should be starting. No, I agree. And I, I think that I am potential. He's right there. But I think, I mean, to argue against Shaq right now would be tough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go ahead and look at him. He's a leading scorer in the league. He's pretty efficient. He rebounds. He He's a good team player. Plays defense. He does everything. I just don't know why. If you say, so he start, you know, Wigginton starts who sits, it's Horton Tucker. But Man, I just don't know. Is that a problem? Well, you don't I mean, want to lose him. Yeah, but you're going to lose him it's, by saying, hey, we're going to go with the experienced guy who was a starter and got hurt? Yeah, I don't know. And that's where I'm, that's where I'm just like. Is, Steve, he, is Steve, he managing egos at this Steve point? Steve will do what's best because he's with those. He knows those guys. We don't know them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, some guys are okay coming off the bench. Some aren't. Like, we used to see Fred deal with that all the time. Yeah. Tyrus McGee came off the bench. Fred used to say, like, oh, he – it's because I like him off the bench. Well, there's probably an element of truth to that. Tyrus didn't care. You know, he knew he was going to get his minutes, and he, he was fine with it. So you got to find your guy – I, I almost thought walking out of Hilton on Saturday, I'm, I, I said this to Hines and I were talking about this very conversation. Yeah. Like, don't start Halliburton. He's okay with it. Like, that to me, like, that kid, it doesn't matter. Seems like he has the right temperament for it. And they're all still can play 30, 32 minutes. Like, it's not. That's just it. Maybe, you, he, you appro- to, maybe he approaches it from that perspective, which he goes to his guys and says, you're going to play. 25 minutes you're gonna 30 minute guys so it doesn't matter what those minutes are it's just you're gonna get playing time i think that lindell gets more out of hearing his name called in the starting lineup than others yeah he seems like that type of guy to me i'm not it's not a criticism of him but i think he's earned it too you know like he was there last year when they were just getting their teeth kicked in and keeping them in games yeah but I, i just but we don't know like, how is he in practice? How is he in meetings? I don't know. Yeah. You know? Like but honestly, in- does it matter more? Would you rather, if you're a player, you're a competitive guy, right? And you have a choice now. Okay, you can be the guy that's starting the game, or you can be the guy that's finishing the game. And Wigginton's going to be a guy that's in at the end, more often than not. You could argue that's much more important. Yeah. So maybe he understands that, too. The one thing I've learned, too, about these kids is, like, what's – what influences are affecting them behind the scenes? Yeah. Because there's so many in basketball, AAU coaches and handlers, and it's like who – I think that this group's pretty good with that, but I don't know. Like I – it's a – I don't envy Steve in this spot. And I, you know what? And I, honestly, we're probably making too big of a deal out of it. They're going to win on Saturday, and then people will be okay. Do you love how fast we go from, I'm not sure what this team's going to be this year, to we're probably going to win the, the, the league? Yeah, to now like they suck again. <laughs> it's it's every time. It's kind man. of exhausting. Yeah, yeah. It really is kind of well, exhausting. Well, and it's amplified for you because you're around it every day. Yeah. Like, I mean, look at play. Iowa. Like, after last Thursday, everybody thought that Total they, garbage. And now they've won two in a row and won without Tyler Cook. Yeah. Like, total. it's so it's like. 
Although I wasn't buying, I never buy Northwestern as a strong team. No, that's so. what. Are you are you concerned about Lard at all? Considering uh, what, as a bouquet injury? was also day to day, and then also he's out for the season. Now we're doing an MRI on Lard. No, they think he's gonna be all right. I actually think that Lard's fine. Okay, I don't know that. I'm no doctor, but I think you look like they, one. They, I think that they're just ruling out an Achilles, like a slight deal, is from what I understand. But I don't. Yeah, they're just they're ruling it out to they don't want to throw him out there and hurt him. I think is. Lard, I I loved Lard the last two games. He's playing his ass off. Yeah. He, he's a guy you don't got to worry about right now. I continue to be amazed by, and I'm I'm jaded because I grew up with it, having grown up in Ames. But man, do you notice it when the Cyclones go on the road? Their last two road games at Oklahoma State and at Baylor, and you see these crowds that are pathetic, mm-hmm. dude. We have it so freaking good. At Hilton Coliseum. Oh, yeah. Filled up. You got fans there that appreciate effort, right? You know, Lard's going to get a standing ovation when he comes out after having two, three blocks or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They love it. Yeah. That has to matter to those players. Absolutely. And they recognize it when yeah. they're at home versus where they go on these road trips. Yeah. I mean, other than it's Kansas, obviously. Great, great home crowd. Us. Um, Who would be third in the, in the Big 12? Um... I mean, I think we're clearly one, one, two. Might be up there. Kansas State and West Virginia. But K-State stinks. Yeah, so. but they both have good home courts. The rest of them really suck. Yeah. TCU, Tech's getting better now that they're, they're improving. Yeah. Um, Baylor's terrible. The Oklahoma schools are terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's Kansas State and West Virginia. Those are the two. Yeah. And they're both down this year. Yeah. Compared to what they normally are. If we're going to win the Big 12, man, this is a good year to do it. That's for sure. Azabuke being out for Kansas is a big loss for them. But we'll see when we go to their place. You guys going to the game on Saturday? I'll be there. I think I'm going to be right behind the bench, my friend. Woo! Right behind the bench. I'll be slapping high fives with those guys. VIP. Don't slap their butts. VIP. Come out to the women's game Saturday night. Bring the kids. Can I have one more bitch? I didn't get any this time. Yeah, go ahead. It's a good time. Yeah, the women's game. You you can talk about women's if you want. Um. You're busy working at the games, so you may not notice these things. Iowa State has five for five and thirty-five for the lawn tractor. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. You shoot the green and yellow basketball. Under, yeah, you got to make five for those that don't know. You got to make five three pointers from the top of the key in thirty-five seconds. And you want a riding lawnmower. I've seen this too many times. I saw it again last Saturday at the Kansas game. College-age male goes out there. We can't hit probably that. airballed eighty five percent of his shots. Yeah. Well, we're not all superior. Dude, you athletes don't. You like do not you. have. To, you do not have to be a good athlete to hit the to back. get the ball to the rim. Yeah, just hit the backboard. Even it's like this was not a small dude. He was girthy. But it's like maybe he listens to the podcast. I don't know. And if you do, go to the gym, dude. Did you just say he was girthy? He was. You know, uh, enjoys a tenderloin. Yeah. Who he, doesn't? Yeah. So this guy. I mean, well, you're not a stud athlete, dude. Yeah. You're in your 30s now. Could you could you routinely at least oh, get I'd, it to the basket I'd, from there? I would win the lawn tractor. I mean, it's not that hard, I dude. would win the lawn tractor. And then when you see that they're coming, hey, hey, look, you just shot three in a row and you airballed all of them. How about you go a little bit harder? <laughs> I'm firmly convinced I would Is win the lawn tractor. Is this how you're going to coach your kids, dude? Like, it's not that hard to put the ball in the basket. Why can't you just do it? Nick, you Nick, just got to throw the ball Nick, up and get it in the basket. Nick, Shoot. Nick, 
we're not even talking about making the shot, dude. Yeah, just you're saying hit the backboard. Get it to the hit hoop. Something. Air ball, air ball, air ball, air ball. What is going on here? You don't have the strength to get the the basketball to the rim. You're an adult male. Yeah. I'm not picking on women here. This is a, an adult male. Yeah. They can't get it there. How do those people get picked? I have no idea. I mean, because they don't ever announce a ticket or anything like right. that. Right. It's like I have no idea. If I didn't think I could even hit the rim, I would be like, ah, no, I'm going to pass. Somebody else can do it, you know? I have no so idea. So you think it would be somebody that has but that's, shot that, at basketball That's, my, at that's my bitch of the day. And if you're listening and that was you on Saturday, hey, man, I'm sorry, but uh, pump some iron. I'm sorry, but figure it out. Yeah. Do do something. Jeez. See, I'm not going to get a free bag out of my bitch. Fossil's going to hook you up with something. You get a free tractor. That's, that's Fossil's the not giving me anything, but their bags are not worth the money. I can promise you I mean, you it looks okay from here, but I'm not, but I'm not a, expecting it up close. It's the stitching that's coming out. That's my problem. Yeah. It's the stitching. You, you pay that kind of money, you expect quality stitching. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I understand I'm hard on bags. I get it. The stitching should not be a problem. You need to find a company that's like a lifetime warranty on that kind of stuff. I think so. All right, gentlemen. Mine uh, should have a quality, lifetime warranty. Quality podcast today, as always. Cost enough. We got to plug our boy before we go. Oh, yeah, Ryan Grove. Oh, yeah, Ryan Grove. Call Ryan. You know, well, what we, you know what we've noticed around here, Nick and I have noticed, is it is January, which is typically the worst month of the year by far. Things are real picking estate. up, though. Because of this weather and the fact that it refuses to snow because I put too much gas in my car and have ruined the climate, uh, it's good for real estate. People are listing their houses. People are looking at houses. This is not, at least so far, knock on wood, uh, your typical January. So if you're thinking about selling, now might be a good time to try, as long as we're not having blizzards and feet of snow on the ground. So if you're up in the Ames area, call Ryan Grove. It's not going to happen. Add Hunziker. Call Ryan. Ryan can help also help you find a house. Good dude. We keep promising he'll be on. Hopefully he will. Yeah, when is he going to join us? I don't know. As soon as he wants to, I guess. So Ryan Grove, Hunziker, call him, um, and go stay. We are going to win on Saturday. Lock it up. <laughs>